0: Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to Podcast Episode 31 my exclusive interview with Clarissa Christensen, internationally recognized menopause transition specialist and international best-selling author of The Mindful Menopause. In this exclusive interview, Clarissa Christensen, an internationally recognized menopause transition specialist, discusses how she works with and supports women during perimenopause. Clarissa is a certified mindfulness practitioner and third age women's health coach and a yoga nidra teacher. She holds a diploma in food as medicine and a PhD in neuroscience. Her 28 year tenure in corporate as a senior leader helped her to gain personal insight into how menopause can impact a woman's confidence, well being, and ability to thrive in both their personal and professional life. She is the author of the international bestseller, The Mindful Menopause which sold thousands of copies in its first year of release. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show internationally recognized menopause transition specialist and international best-selling author, Clarissa Christensen.
1: Well, thank you, Rikesia. I'm so delighted to be here.
0: Oh, I'm delighted to have you. I've been so looking forward to this show. I'm excited about this topic, and I know it's going to be so impactful to those who are listening on today. Thank
1: you. I'm looking forward to this,
0: too. (laughs) Clarissa, before I get into the show, I always open up with an icebreaker question, so if you could let our guests know, what are you doing in your world right now that's simply rocking your world naturally?
1: Well, now we're in this strange times. I've uh, started to do a lot of yoga at home. And normally, I, you know, I go to my yoga studio, but I've been rolling out my mat, turning on my TV screen connecting it up to my computer and I am having a ball I am loving it I'm doing yoga every day different styles and it it's making a huge difference my husband says to me when you've done that you just smile from ear to ear so
0: Mm. must be good for me (laughs) oh I absolutely love that I think so many of us are trying to just find different forms of self-care as we're going through this coronavirus and so that's Wonderful! It's just so relaxing. Um, breathing techniques. It's, you know, all of the above. It's just a good thing. So that's that's awesome. And so, Clarissa, for our, our audience, they um, need to know that you're a menopause transition specialist. Can you share a little bit about what you do in that field of work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I um, help women through um, a coaching program go through menopause with, I think, the ability to thrive. I work with mind-body holistic approaches to help women obviously manage symptoms, but also to shift their mindset so that we can feel more confident, they can feel like they have more energy. And that we're looking forward to the next stage of life that's coming beyond menopause and all its symptoms.
0: Oh, I I love the fact that you share that, that you help to transition. And this is a topic that's so dear to me, Clarissa, because I remember, I will never forget the day this happened. It was right before my 40th birthday. And I had the most excruciating headache that I've ever had in my entire life. And I don't get migraines, headaches, things of that nature, relatively healthy. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Why am I, I feel this way. So I actually had to end up going to the emergency room. They were like, nothing's going on. we can't find anything, but it might possibly be hormonal. And I was like, hormonal. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. I make the appointment with my doctor, and she says, "Yes, Rikesia, you are entering into." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Why didn't ever, anyone ever tell me about this?" What's <laughs> you know? oh yeah. So, oh, this, this, so the fact that you work in this line of work. Do you hear stories often like that, Clarissa? Or when women come to you? What is the the typical reason of why they seek out support from you?
1: Well, I think women are, on the one hand, I think a lot of women are just like you. They have symptoms that knock them sideways, that come out of nowhere. And Sometimes, I mean, you're very lucky, actually, you got a doctor who was able to, you know, tell you where they were. A lot of times women get sent away or they don't reach out to a doctor until they've kind of come to a bad point and they're Mm. really struggling. You know, it's impacting their ability to go through life If feeling like they did or not that we're ever going to feel the same, really, if we're honest, but they're not coping with life because and they're on are surprised by the symptoms because they're not always hot flashes and weight gain. They are things like migraines or anxiety or Mm -hmm. maybe we can't remember, you know, what we're supposed to be doing and which meeting we're supposed to be in at work. Mm -hmm. And there are Mm -hmm. so many different aspects to this that that women are not familiar with and they want to be able to, you know, live life well, not, not end up a heap on the floor, you know, not coping.
0: Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that you mentioned a little bit earlier, Clarissa, is that you shared that you take a holistic approach. So what does that actually look like? Well, for me,
1: that has, I think, Two, two key sides to it. One is that we'll look at women's lifestyles. How, What are we eating and how are we eating? What's our exercise looking like? How is our sleep and our stress management? Because they're the, the foundational pillars of our well-being. And when we go into this stage of life, we need to look at these very differently. We can't keep on going like we were going. Um, When we were younger, we need a diet that is really supportive, rich in phytoestrogens because we need that extra estrogen in our body. We need to be, you know, balancing our hormones through our diet and we need to be making sure that our diet doesn't contain so-called fake estrogens, which a lot of women don't realize they come into our body from the foods we eat if they're not, you know, of a good quality. And we need to exercise differently. You know, we can't really run and pump huge weights and do some of these things like we used to. But we need to have new ways to build our strength and stamina to be sure that we're still supple because a lot of women are stiffening up at this time of life. And we need to integrate more restful exercises like restorative yogas or, you know, just literally yoga nidras, that kind of thing. We need that in as part of our greater movement and obviously stress. If we don't manage our stress, then our symptoms are going to be significantly impacted. And that means that we don't sleep very well. It means that we are more open to anxiety. Our memory isn't as good. Uh, It just goes on and on. So I start with the body, but we also have to work with our minds. We have to have a different mindset. You know, we're almost working against the media images and the conversation, which is very negative. And that we know from great research work that's been done in the States, particularly at Harvard. If we have a negative mindset and an absence of positives at this time, We are going to feel our symptoms much more intensely than if we can see this for what it is, it's a transition in our lives. And if we approach it differently with more awareness, acceptance and with compassion towards ourselves, we are going to have a much better experience. And we're going to be feeling more ready for what I like to call our second spring, you know, this great Mm. post-menopause phase.
0: Mm, I absolutely love that term that you use, our second spring. And it really is, as you said, Clarissa, changing our perspective and our mindset. And I know that to be true because I have a very close friend who's from South Africa. And she came to the United States uh, maybe within the last 10 or 15 years and went through nursing school and we just begin to have a conversation about um, periomental menopause and menopause itself. And she said, you know, in my country, this is not something that we really, a lot of the women don't really um, have it the way that women here in the Western culture have it. And she said, I think it has to do a lot with the way that we eat, as well as our pace of lifestyle. And we just have a different outlook on it. So do you find that in different regions of the world, Clarissa, that the perspective on entering into the second spring is different globally? Or is it something that, you know?
1: I think it depends. I think I definitely agree that there is in African cultures and certainly in cultures like Japan and China where being an older person is valued. It's mm. not seen as something negative. Uh, we're not running around constantly talking about anti aging. I mean, um, all the time. And, and older women have a real role to bring their wisdom to society. Here, everything in the West is so focused on youth, youth, youth. You know, it's all about being young. It's about anti-aging. You know, there are not positive, enough positive role models. And when women are stepping out and being, you know, showing themselves to be great at 50, often it's very unattainable. Don't get me wrong. I think people like J-Lo are amazing. But she's a very, you know, and she is, but she's she's, She's a very unattainable uh, role model. And what we need to see is is more women who are thriving, but thriving not, you know, a bit more naturally, if you like, you know, we're here looking great because we take super care of ourselves in ways that we can. And we're valued not for the way we look, but for the things we we say and do. I mean, I think Oprah's doing she's done a great job in this space, you know, and she's talked a lot about menopause, but we need a lot more people like her. And mm-hmm. we need less or we need a lot less celebrities um, coming out and saying things like this was a devastating experience. This was hell for me. And you know, <laughs> that's not <laughs> helpful. And and <laughs> in Japan, in China and Africa, that isn't happening, but it is happening in some places. I notice in in like India, I work quite a lot with Indian women there that that's it's very taboo to talk about menopause. And so mm. those women are struggling and suffering in silence.
0: Wow. And again, it just goes back to really looking at those different avenues where we can have conversations like we're doing now to get the um, message out that it doesn't have to be something that you can't talk about, that you can't speak about, because it's a part of life. It's a natural part of the process that we, we go through. And when we change our perspective into one that is healthy and embracing it as our second spring, that it can totally, uh, again, change how we transition, whether it will be a peaceful or a pleasant one, or, you know, if it will be on the flip side of that.
1: Exactly. And I think even if we have symptoms that are you know, maybe difficult in their own right. It's also that we feel we can approach them, that we can reach out for help, that we know that they will end, and we can see them for what they are and take the actions and steps that we can take. And sometimes those are simply things we can do ourselves around our mindset and our lifestyle. But sometimes we do need help. We do need medical intervention. But That doesn't mean that that's that's a bad call. That's also about approaching this positively.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, in addition to providing the support that you have, you've also written a book to help women and, and individuals transition through this time of menopause called the Mindful Menopause. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I wrote I
1: wrote the mindful menopause because in addition to being a menopause transition specialist, I'm also a certified mindfulness practitioner. So mm. I felt within mindfulness and I taught mindfulness for a long time um, from a health perspective for people who were going through difficult times of chronic pain and illness. And I tried to draw a lot of that in, not that menopause is at all an illness or disease. It's definitely not that. But those people also struggling in very similar ways. And so I brought a lot of that perspective into the book and said, well, here is a journey that we're going through. We're facing things that are uncomfortable, uncomfortable, they can be both emotionally and physically painful how can you know a mindfulness or mindful approach help us so a lot of the book is about coming into relationship with our bodies learning to um, meet our thoughts and our emotions and to bring a lot of compassion deep self compassion which is about really having awareness strength and really taking action, because for me, compassion is as much more than just self-care or being kind to yourself.
0: hmm. And something that you said, too, was just being aware. And I've often heard that our bodies have a language. And so learning how to be in tune and listening to the language that our body is speaking I believe that mindfulness would truly be a way to help to understand, to listen, to um, raise that awareness to our bodies as we're going through all these changes. Yeah,
1: absolutely, Rakesha. Um Mindfulness is deeply about connecting into your body. It's about dropping into the body and meeting what we're feeling there. And instead of moving away from things that we may not like, mindfulness practices teaches us to move towards it. And when we actually do that, we find that quite often what we notice is, first of all, our symptoms are not as intense, and they're certainly not at 100% or, or switched on all the time. There's much more fluidity in everything we experience and everything is changing moment to moment, we learn to listen and we learn to look at what it is that sometimes is driving our experiences. Is it our behavior? Is it our thoughts, our beliefs? What is that? And those are some of the things that we can then also think, well, here I can take steps with from a place of wisdom
0: to change that. Mm. And so, when you're you're working with individuals, is it mostly like in a one-on-one setting, or do you work with groups as well, Clarissa, to help in this area?
1: I often work with women in groups, even though we're working online. I like that we are a community where women have access to be one on one. If there are things that are difficult, you know, there are things that are personal and intimate. They want to talk about. But as a community, we also grow and help each other. So um, women work come on the program we're mainly in a community unless they specifically want to be one-on-one but we're working at our own pace we're sharing what we're learning we're sharing our experiences and in that way
0: we're also helping each other Mm. yeah there's nothing like having that support and as people say find your tribe in connecting to a tribe or a community that has those um, similarities as you and just to help to get through the process of the the journey of entering into that second spring uh, can mean so, so very much to have that support.
1: Definitely. And I think what we recognize is that we are not alone in some of the experiences we have, although each of us has our own unique Um, menopause journey I mean in terms of when it starts how old we are how long it lasts what symptoms I mean that's that's determined by a whole heap of factors that are out of our control but being in a community means that we don't feel alone if we're having a bad day if we're having a particular symptom we don't have to go around asking questions like is it normal it's just we know that some of these things are common and that other people have them and that that's that's okay. You know, that this is perfectly common and I, I'm, I'm not alone. Mm.
0: So with the the work that you're doing, Clarissa, you've reached thousands of, of individuals with your, your book, you've worked with women one-on-one. Is there a particular success story that stands out in your mind as you have helped a woman um, through the transition as she's reaching her second spring. Oh gosh, I think I've had lots of people
1: that I feel, and I have had a number of women whose um, issues with things like anxiety and sleep have have been particularly bad. And I had one particular lady that I did work with and she was not an anxious person prior to her perimenopause, but she became very anxious to the point that it was preventing her from being able to, to work. And we worked together, we did some really specific deep work around her anxiety. And I worked with her to really look at, you know, how this was evolving, the kind of distortions that her mind was working and going through. Um, And every time she had to, particularly in this particular aspect was she had to present a lot in her job. And She was just in pieces the whole time. And this wasn't part of her, you know, past life. So we've worked together at looking at her thoughts on being able to feel her anxiety when it was emerging. And she got to a place where she could, you know, know that This situation makes me very anxious. I can prepare for it. I can come to these situations feeling okay. In the end, she actually made a decision to redefine her purpose and to leave this job because it wasn't making her well. And she's actually started a whole new career doing Mm. something she loves that doesn't. Place her in that situation, so but she she wasn't going to get there really without us working together. She would have stuck with it uh, and pushed on, and it was causing her so much pain. it was preventing her to live her life the way she wanted to
0: mm. that's a wonderful story because it was like taking this journey unlocked other pathways and areas. Of her life and now she's doing something that she loves, that she enjoys and, you know, helping to um, work through the symptoms that she was going through to get into that place of thriving, as you shared. Um,
1: Exactly. And, And I'm just so glad that she's there and she's she, you know, that's a big step when we're well into our late 40s to decide to switch path it's you know but you know we're going to work for another 15 years or so or maybe more we shouldn't be suffering and we're not meant to suffer we're meant to to thrive as you said
0: mm-hmm. Clarissa with the work that you do is there one pivotal thing or piece of advice that you can share with women even to men who have women in their lives that They can take as they're transitioning into their second spring?
1: Definitely, Raikisha. My biggest piece of advice is to track your symptoms. If you're already in perimenopause, track what's going on. What symptoms are you having? How intense are they? When are they happening? And very importantly, look at some of the context or what's going on around you when those symptoms are occurring. Do you have, for example, a hot flash when you've had wine or when you drink um, maybe coffee or spicy food? Do other uh, situations make you feel that your symptoms are more intense? Maybe you're very stressed and it makes you very anxious. But become really aware of what is going on. Listen to your body, get to know your symptoms because when you can see those triggers and symptoms connected, you can take action yourself And you also have a good record. If you need to see your physician, you can have a better conversation than rocking up there and saying, well, these things are kind of happening to me. You can actually come with your symptom tracker and you can do that on a record that on paper or you can do an app, but you can have a more informed conversation. And I would say if you're a woman who isn't yet in perimenopause, but approaching it, Track your monthly cycle. Get to know what is going on there so that when things change, you know that you're probably in perimenopause and you can take action. It's all about awareness. And the more aware that we are, the more we're able to put ourselves in the driving seat
0: and control the things that we can control. Oh, That was so impactful what you just said. Had I had you in my life, Clarissa, some 10, 15 years ago, I think the transition would have been so much uh, easier for me. But as you shared, just being able to track it and listening to your body and being aware makes all the difference in the world. Yes, it does. So, Clarissa, for those women who are out there listening and even men who have women in their life that feel that they could use the support, can you share with them where they can find you out on the web?
1: Absolutely. I have a website called com. so just my name. And you can read about me and you can see what I'm offering with pe- to people. I'm also on social media, Facebook, and on Instagram.
0: Wonderful. And I'm also going to post your, your links on my website, social media pages, too. So for those that are listening, uh, you know, as you're listening to this interview, just go to the site and click on the link so that you can find out more about Um, Clarissa and the work that she is doing to help uh, women to thrive in their lives as they're transitioning into their second spring. So Clarissa, it has truly been my pleasure hosting you on today. And if you could give our guests that are listening just uh, your website one more time so that they can find out where to reach you. Yes, you can reach me on clarissachristiansen.com. Wonderful. And again, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for an amazing show. And I wish you well in all of the work as you are helping so many women thrive as they're going through this transition into their second spring.
1: Rikisha, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much, for inviting me to be a guest on this show. I've really enjoyed it. And I hope that your listeners gain a lot of value and know that menopause is a journey and you can go through it well into your second spring.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Clarissa. Thank you. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28.